Get back in control with Off the Wagon, adventures in emotional eating, health, and weight loss. Each episode containing fork-sized mindset tweaks, perspective shifts, and lifestyle hacks to get you back on the wagon. Whether it's habit change, emotional eating, addictions, weight loss, willpower, or relationships, there's something here for you. So let's get on the wagon and get down the road to your goals with me, Christy R. Hall. Welcome to episode 31, where today we're talking about how to take responsibility for our life experiences without blaming ourselves so that we can let go of our past. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how to cope with emotions without eating. Eating, you've heard me say, is a coping skill, and it's usually in response to a negative event or situation. Today, we want to take that one step further to taking responsibility for our parts in situations or events. As I said before, and as you well know, there isn't much in this world that you really and truly have control over. And while the very idea can cause a lot of stress, there actually is a bit of freedom to be had in realizing that you are not in control of it all, but also that you're not responsible for all of it. While we may not be able to control our first impulsive emotion to a situation, and that comes with time, we can control what we do with that emotion and the outward actions we take as a result of those emotions. Ideally, if you're able to take a step back and look at a situation objectively, you'll be able to use the information you gain to make a better decision about your next steps. It takes bravery, and even humility to look at a situation and see what part you played in it and assess how you could have done things differently. Remember that every situation is an opportunity to learn more about yourself. And if you look at yourself while taking a step back to understand with compassion, you'll be better able to make wiser and better decisions in the future. Now, Before we get into the nitty gritty nuts and bolts of how to take responsibility for your life, I want to put this out there. A lot of people really struggle with this concept and it's a huge part of the law of attraction teachings, which I'm not going to go into here. The reason why so many people struggle with this idea and even with law of attraction is that they feel that what they're being asked to do is and what they're being required to do is take responsibility and ownership for everything that happens to them, even the terrible, horrible, no good, and very bad stuff that happens to them. That their bad and negative or unpleasant experiences are their fault, and that's the only way to move forward. But this is not true. And if this oversimplification were actually true, you could... I don't know, and should maybe even be able to, I don't know, manifest a rain cloud over your head while your neighbor should be able to manifest a double rainbow over theirs. You, of course, know and realize that this is impossible. Weather, storms, and double rainbows are independent of people, no matter their positivity or their vibration. Accidents happen, and sometimes they're funny. Sometimes not so much. Two people can bear witness to the exact same event and have two completely different opinions or takeaways from a situation. 
So if something negative has happened to you, realize that taking responsibility for your part in the situation is not the same as taking the blame. Taking responsibility does not mean that it's all your fault. Taking responsibility for your part of your situation can help you take ownership of your life. When you're able to look at your life and take a look at your role in it, you will begin to feel empowered and realize you can overcome because there are some things that you are in control of. So begin by thinking about a situation that bothered you, something that happened that didn't go or turn out the way you wanted or expected. Pick something relatively small for this experiment and get curious about the situation. For example, if you came home from the grocery store and then started rummaging through the pantry or fridge, eventually eating more than you meant to, you might ask, what happened? What was I feeling? What might have caused this? What could I have done differently? Or what can I learn from this to help me next time? Remember to have a totally non-judgmental attitude. It's not about judging yourself because you ate when you didn't mean to, or you ate more than you intended. If you're criticizing yourself, you're not taking responsibility, but instead digging yourself further into regret, grief, and shame. Again, you don't have to think that everything is your fault. Most of the time, it isn't. However, it will strengthen your motivation to take an honest look at your part in your circumstance. So in the example that I'm sharing, I'm sharing it because it's mine. I went to the store hungry and I shopped for my husband picking up multiple pints of his favorite ice creams. And unfortunately, I had to stand there looking at the ice creams while I texted him and waited for a response. Now, I don't eat ice cream, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal, right? I left the store without any treats for me, but I came home and promptly abandoned my plan. And even while I was doing it, I asked myself, why am I doing this? I hadn't got stressed with work. I hadn't got upset with traffic or my body. So I had to dig a little bit deeper. And then I realized there were two things that happened. Number one, like I said, I went to the store hungry, which I know better than to do but I thought it wouldn't be a problem. So I overestimated myself. And number two, I allowed myself to feel deprived and neglected because I didn't have a treat. Knowing those two things, I could then go forward making better choices in the future. Now, not all situations are about just you and your food. It could be a situation with another person in these situations, it can be particularly difficult to take ownership for your part because you may need to step up and apologize. In my experience, this can be very beneficial, especially if the other person involved hasn't brought the problem to your attention yet. Again, another example from my own life, I realized recently that I had told someone something about someone else that wasn't mine to tell. It was about another person's health. And at the time, I felt justified in telling. But after the fact, I realized that it didn't matter how justified I felt my reasons for telling. It still wasn't mine to tell. So then I had to go back 
and apologize to the person who told me. And admittedly, it was a hard thing to do because I had to admit that I was wrong and I knew that in doing that, I would be opening myself up to their anger. And it was my hope, and luckily in my case it worked out, that when I stepped up and took ownership for my part in the wrongdoing, that they saw that I was sincere and I was being mature and that somewhat deflated their anger about the situation. Obviously, it's important to know what you're apologizing for and to explain to them specifically what you're sorry for. That way the communication will be clear and you'll both be on the same page. Make sure to let them say whatever they need to say and to respond however they need to. They may lash out, they may be angry, but remember that you are doing your part to take responsibility and when you're done, you can let it go. For a lot of people, their ability to apologize gets held up and stuck by feeling resentments. If you feel resentment towards someone for a situation, it might be best before you make your apologies to take responsibility for your part in the process by starting with forgiveness instead. A lot of times people wrong us in big, huge ways that impact our lives. Sometimes we feel resentment towards someone for something small, but no matter what we try to do, we just can't seem to shake it. But regardless of the situation, there are things that you can do to forgive. Unfortunately, right, others don't always live up to our expectations. They disappoint us or they intentionally interfere with our lives. And once that trust is broken, it's easy to place high expectations on what that person must do in order to prove their worthiness for our forgiveness. Believe it or not, you have control over when and where and who to forgive. You can decide at any moment to forgive. You can forgive someone right now if you want without them doing anything in return, without them saying, I'm sorry, you can still forgive them. The process of forgiveness can be long, especially if you've had resentments for a long time, but in a lot of cases, it can be instantaneous, especially if you're really tired of holding on to that resentment. But if you go through the process that I'm about to share with you as many times as is necessary over and over, it will ease the weight of that resentment and it will ease your burden and you will begin to feel lighter. So I want to share with you now this exercise, um, five steps to forgiveness. And you can use this on other people, but you can also use it on yourself for anything that you've done that you feel um, you you need forgiveness for, but you are unable to forgive yourself. A lot of times these will be things that you've done that someone else doesn't know that you did, um, that you feel like you can't be forgiven until you tell them, but at the same time you know that they're going to be incredibly upset by that, and so you keep it to yourself. And you, you kind of give yourself a double whammy with that because you carry the guilt of it, but then you also carry the non-forgiveness of it. So step number one is to identify your emotions. Take a moment and get quiet and identify three of the emotions that you feel when you think about this situation or this resentment. There's no need to react 
or do anything about the emotions, you simply want to identify them, label them, give them a name. Step number two is to recognize exactly what you need to forgive this person or yourself for. What action did they do? How did they wrong you? What did you do to wrong yourself or wrong someone else? How was the trust broken? Step number three, this is the hard one. Say that you forgive them. Imagine that person or even yourself standing in front of you and visualize yourself speaking to them and say, I forgive you to them over and over again. Say it at least three times and feel yourself releasing that tension, releasing that heavy, heavy burden of resentment. Number four is to notice how you feel as you're releasing that resentment. Imagine being free of this resentment by visualizing what your life will look like if you didn't carry this resentment, this burden around anymore. Number five is to gain positivity. As you begin to feel better, pay attention to those good feelings and invite more to come into you more to manifest, more to bubble up. Now, you may need to practice this many times while forgiving you know, that person or even yourself, um, maybe even for a single event, but you'll notice as you keep doing it over and over and over again that your emotions will shift, they will change. Um, different aspects of the situation may come up, things that, you know, really bothered you in the beginning don't bother you as much now and now something else is uh, what's particularly problematic about a situation or a resentment. So just keep working through the process and the burden will lighten for you. When we're talking about you know taking responsibility for our life experiences and for what's happening to us, we're also talking about taking responsibility for our happiness. Um, a lot of times we want to we want to take responsibility for our happiness, but we don't want to take responsibility for the bad things that happen to us. And you can't really take responsibility for one without the other. And so it's just easier if you take responsibility for it all. Um, when things feel out of control and chaotic, it can seem even more difficult to take responsibility for it because, you know, we want to look outside ourselves and say, okay, what did I do to deserve this? Or, you know, who did I upset or, you know, did I make God angry or the universe angry or um, did I make my boss angry or my husband angry or whatever. But there are a few ways that you can really begin to implement changes that will allow you to take responsibility for your life. And one of those is by, you know, doing the best that you can to implement consistent and daily routines. Do the same things each morning, um, you know, getting yourself ready each day, planning things out in the evening, you know, writing in your gratitude journal, doing, you know, five minutes of mindfulness, whatever it is that you feel um, is beneficial for you, right? If, if it's a task or, a, you know, it's kind of a chore that is not really helping you, not really benefiting you, then don't do it. Um, but you can also set reminders to go off throughout the day that will, will remind you to come back to yourself, come back to your body, you know, get present, right? Remind yourself, how does it feel to be sitting in your chair? How does it feel to be walking, you know, with your feet? How does it, how does it feel to be sitting on the toilet right now? 
Um, and those things, those few little moments will bring you back into the present and they'll help you pause and give you, help you realize that no matter where your head is at, right, off in the future, uh, planning or worrying or back in the past being regretful or, you know, working through grief or something like that, that right now, right in this moment, you are okay and everything is fine. And even if you are in the middle of a crisis, you know, if the reminder goes off, you'll be brought back to the present and reminded to check in with you. Um, and checking in with yourself a couple of times a day, identify the emotions that you're feeling. Getting into the practice of, you know, touching in, not only, not just with your emotions, right? Am I feeling sad, happy? angry, but also what sensations are you feeling? My feet are cold. I've got tension in my stomach. My breathing is shallow, right? These things will help you get in touch, get present with your body. And those things will also help you calm down and feel more in control. Remember that every experience that you go through, every situation, every event, every time you do battle with food and regardless of whether you win or lose, Every moment is an opportunity to learn. It's always an opportunity to ask yourself, you know, what am I learning from this? What am I gaining? And thinking about it, every experience, every situation in this way is going to help you feel more empowered about the changes in your life, the changes you're trying to make, the habits that you're trying to build, you know, the patterns and programs that you're trying to uh, crowd out and even eliminate. So... I hope that's been helpful for you today. If you have any questions or concerns or just want to reach out to me, I would love to hear from you. I can be reached on Facebook at fb.me forward slash coach Christy R. Hall or at my website www.christyrhall.com. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and I'll talk to you guys soon.